welcome to the True Tabernacle podcast channel. We hope that you find encouragement and inspiration during one of our sermons, discussions, or interviews. For more information regarding our faith community, connect with us on Facebook at our True Tabernacle page. And while you're at it, hit subscribe to this channel to stay connected. Clapping our hands unto Him and lifting our voice in praise and adoration. He is worthy today of our praise. We honor you today, Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Amazing love. How can it be? Amen. How many is glad that you have, amen, somebody that loves you so much that they were willing to sacrifice amen shed innocent blood for us hallelujah you glad for that today praise God on the first Sunday of 2022 who could have thunk it not only that can you believe and if I sound like it I apologize this morning that we had probably about a 25 degree uh, swing when I went home from the New Year's Eve service the other night, I was amazed that my temperature thing in my car said it was 62 degrees. And I'm thinking, oh boy, we're in trouble. And then yesterday we had another nice day. Yes, it was raining, but it was still halfway decent warm. And then how many remembers walking out this morning? <clears throat> and all of a sudden you feel that chill. And you're like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. But it sounds to me like we need to have probably about a month of sub-zero weather to try to kill all the germs out. <laughs> Praise God. We got a lot of people that's called in sick, a lot of people uh, dealing with different illnesses. And then we got COVID hanging around, so amen. But it doesn't stop us from worshiping God. Isaiah 9, 6, I'm not done yet, so I hopefully we'll get done today. If you're there, turn with us to Isaiah 9, 6, and let's read it out loud together. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Everybody say the Everlasting Father and the Prince of Peace. Praise God. Hallelujah. We've talked about his name being wonderful, and then we talked about how he's the greatest counselor you're ever going to have. Amen. We talked about him being the mighty God. He is. How many's glad that he's the mighty God? Every time I look out into when it's not cloudy, every time I look out into the into the skies at nighttime and see the stars shining. I don't care if I'm driving down the road in my car or standing out in my backyard or out where I used to live as a kid growing up, where the city lights didn't affect all of that. You just had that, that beautiful picturesque of a mighty God. Amen. A mighty God that, that just spoke it all into existence. And we're just glad for that. So today we're going to talk about the everlasting Father and the Prince of Peace. Would you one more time just raise your hands and say, God, I open up my ears to hear, my heart to open to receive what you would speak unto me today. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, we come before you knowing... Amen, that you are truly the King of kings, the Lord of lords. You are wonderful. You are the counselor. You are the mighty God. You are the everlasting Father. You are the Prince of Peace. 
And Lord, we thank you for this day and for our opportunity to be in the house of worship, to lift you up into fellowship with our brothers and sisters. Lord, bless us today and bless those that are sick in body and help them to become well. Amen. For their desire is also to be in your house. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray and let everybody say amen. God bless you and may be seated. Amen. His name is the Everlasting Father. Everlasting Father. Amen. We have a problem with uh, Father, if I may, may say, in our world today. And uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of kids that are running out there that don't know who their father is. Or there's a lot of kids that are running around out there that understand that they have a father, but he's really not in their life. And, I, and maybe some of you went through that where you had a father, but he really wasn't in your life. And, and possibly you grew up, Sister Mary, kind of missing that, 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 that connection. You knew there was a father, but you never really received anything from him. Hey Amen. A, a lot of our world goes through that, but I'm glad that in the church... We have a father that is an everlasting father. Amen. And so the name, the everlasting father, foretold of the coming of the one who was always both. He was the only begotten son and he was the everlasting father. And so when he was upon the earth, he told men that he and the father were one. He said, we are one and the same. He said that he was the father and the father was in him. Amen. And our Lord came to manifest. When you look at 1 Timothy 3.16, he came to manifest the Father. Amen. That was what he did. Amen. He was the, the physical manifestation of the Father. And to Philip's request that he know, that he show to the disciples the Father, Jesus simply said, when you look at John 14.9, he said, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me? Philip? He hath, he that has seen me hath seen the Father. And then he looks at Philip and says, How sayest thou then, show us the Father? Amen. So the everlasting Father is a comforting name. You know, when I say Father, when I think about my Father, I think of one that provided. When I think about my Father, I thought about somebody that protected when I thought about my father, amen, I thought about somebody that could give me good counsel. When I thought about my father, I thought about somebody that, that, that was crafty with his hands. He could work on cars. He could work and build things. Amen. When I thought about my father, amen, I realized that he cared for his family. Amen. Because a good father will care for his family. Right? If you believe that, say amen today. It's a comforting name. Father. And everything about us <clears throat> that we have, everything we see in our lives is fleeting. Amen. It's changing. It's temporary. Uh, it never sticks and stays in one place. And so the world, the world that we live in today is ever seeking. They're always looking for it. They're searching for it. Amen. But they're not finding it. They're not finding that which will abide. Amen. Apart from the message brought down to earth by the one whose name shall be called Everlasting Father. Amen. It's no wonder when you look at uh, years old Napoleon. How many have ever heard of Napoleon? Amen. Uh, Napoleon, 
uh, you know, it's no wonder Napoleon, while we reviewing his army before the pyramids of Egypt, he simply said this, there is nothing lacking here. And then catching his breath, he added, except permanence. If you've ever seen, I've been blessed to be able to see the, the pyramids up close and personal, and they are huge, and it's a lot of stone involved. Amen. A lot of huge stones. They are, I can understand why he says, except permanence. It is startling to us to see how the things of earth uh, seem to come to, to naught or nothing. They're here today, gone tomorrow. Amen. Let me ask you this. The great pharaohs of years gone by, where are they at today? They're gone. Where are the men who built one of the most wonderful kingdoms that the world has ever saw? They're gone. Amen. Where are those uh, that, 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 are, that have long time invented and brought things about, amen, that we might even uh, enjoy today? They're gone. Amen. See, uh, uh, the, the, the pharaohs are still withered old mummies uh, in a glass case uh, uh, in a British museum, the ones that they have found. Amen. Where are the Caesars today? Amen. They are a handful of dust uh, that helps make up uh, old Rome. Where is Nebuchadnezzar today? Amen. The exact site of his palace of splendor cannot even be identified. Can't be identified. Look, this world is here today. It is gone tomorrow. What you have and what you see, you see the beauty of it today and then you won't see it later on down the road. <clears throat> Think about it. We carry in our pocket you know, you got money, you got coins. We have coins bearing the image of, of past presidents in the United States. We have bills that carry the, 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 the past president's pictures on our bills. But they are no longer with us. Where are they now? Even the metal of the coin, a lot of the coins that, that you have, that you've had for a while, it is wearing down. Amen. Today we sit in the pews of our church and we, and, and we are ministered to. Uh, amen. The minister ministers from behind the pulpit. But tomorrow if the Lord tarries, amen, we shall be gone. We do not live forever. I thought about this the other day and I, I, I kind of think about what it must have been like, Elder, to live 969 years like Methuselah. Or 800 years or 700 years. Or read the genealogies and they lived so long, 360 some years and begat sons and daughters. That's a lot of sons and daughters. <clears throat> they lived, but they all died. Why? Amen. It was never planned that way. It was never the original plan. But because of sin, sin is what started the downward spile of the human race. And sin is the one that's, that's ultimately going to affect everything alive. Everything that lives, sin affects it. And the only way that we can get beyond that is by having a relationship with Jesus Christ, being filled with His Spirit, <clears throat> repenting of our sins, uh, amen, and being back in the right stead with God. Amen. Do you believe that this morning? Clap your hands and praise Him. He's worthy of it today. So we're here today. Brother Blackford just had a birthday, right? Because if you didn't, I sent you a text last night for nothing. Before the next text, you whenever that's good for next year. This is two twenty. He just said, "How old are you now?" If you don't mind telling me, 
83. Sister friend, have you had another birthday yet? June, you'll be 88. Correct. Brother John, how old are you? 84. Sister Joyce, I think you're 80, right? I got that right, because she's the same age as my father-in-law then. And then you, the Joneses, and, and all of us that are here today, I'll be 62 next month. Think about that. Now to some of you, you're probably saying, well, he's a young chicken. He's a spring chicken. But you know what? I'm finding out day to day to day to day that, that the further I go into this, the faster it goes. And the faster it goes, I begin to think about the things that is just kind of going by me in a blur. My kids, my grandkids, you know, they're growing up. Amen. And, and, and a lot of the children that we're seeing in church, they're growing up. I mean, they're, they're having birthdays. And, 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 and some of them are, uh, you know, getting 13, 14, 15. They're getting to that age right now where mom and dad's going to have to counsel. But we stand behind the pulpits. Sunday school teachers teach Sunday school classes. Amen. But if the Lord tarries, we'll all be gone. Yet in the midst of all this change, I think you and I can say, we long for life. Look, I love to live. I love life. I love to go to bed at night, and when I get up in the morning, it's a new day. I love to venture out and see the beauty of, 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 of what God has created and done. I like life. There's a lot of people who struggle. They, they struggle with depression and anxiety and different things in their life. And life, the life that they live is a little different than that. But that's the reason why we need the hope of Jesus Christ in our life. Because he can bring a, he can bring a, a, a new day to you like you have never seen before. And will make you want to live and do the things of God like you haven't done before. Amen. Can you say amen? amen. We bury our loved ones. My father, this uh, 17th December of this past year, 2021, was 37 years that we had buried him. And my mother passed away in 2005, December 26th, 2005. And it just seems like the years keep on clipping on and they keep on going. We bury our loved ones in graves. And we have that Job asked in, in, in the chapter 14. And 14 said, if a man die, shall he live again? Amen. You see, the infidel, as, as we read, has no answer of hope. The worldly wise man say, we do not know. But God's, but God's word, everybody say his word, tells us that, that, that he whose name is, what? The everlasting father. He reassures us in John the 11th chapter, verse 25 and 6. What's he say? I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. That's words from the everlasting father. Amen. The everlasting Father. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care what's going on in your life right now. If you can tap into the everlasting Father, amen, He's going to give you peace like the song says, like you never knew, sweet love and joy. 
and heaven too. Uh, amen. He is, the, he is the everlasting Father that will comfort you uh, in the midnight hour. He's the everlasting Father. Amen. That when you cry out, uh, amen, and things are going uh, uh, wrong in your life, uh, He's the one that comes close to you to reassure you. Uh, amen. To comfort you. Uh, to let you know that everything is going to be alright. That's why we pray. That's why we talk to Him. Is to draw close to Him. Oh, let's clap our hands and praise Him again this morning. Everlasting Father, you call him wonderful counselor, almighty God, he is great, whatever term you want to put on that, amen, you understand that he is a great God, he's wonderful, he is a counselor, he is the mighty God, in other words, there's, there's nothing that he cannot do, he is the almighty he is the creator of the creation. Amen. He can speak a word and change things. He is the everlasting father. And now let me finish this morning with, amen. His name is the prince of peace. Everybody say prince of peace. Amen. How many ever cried out, Lord, I need a little peace in my life? It's hectic. Things are going bad. Amen. I've looked at my wife every now and then sometimes when the, 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 the road gets a little rough. And sometimes, has anybody here today ever got agitated, a little agitated at things in your life sometimes? Have you? You know? Now some people, they got certain, certain languages, certain things that they speak when those days come. They got words that they use. Amen. They just can't help themselves. and They start talking that way because that makes them feel better, I guess. But you know, when I, get, when I get in that situation where things are going that way, I just say, Lord, I need peace. Right? Lord, I need a little help right now. Lord, I need your peace. I need your, your hand on my life. Amen. I need your comfort. I need a word in my life. Amen. I need you to visit me, Lord. I need to hear your voice. There's something about hearing the voice, that voice that is comforting to you. It might be your mother, it might be your father, it might be uh, the preacher in the pulpit, or it just might be the Word of God that you pick up and read every day, and you begin to read it, and it challenges you, and it, and it reassures you that everything's going to be all right. His name is the Prince of Peace. You know, when, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem, you know, the angels appeared to the shepherds as, as they watched their flock by night, and uh, this was what uh, was said to them in Luke 2, 14, I'm going to read from a different version, ASV. It says, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among men whom he is well pleased. Everybody say well pleased. How many, people, how many wants the Lord to look at you and say, I'm pleased with you? I'm pleased with you. Amen. There's going to come a, come a day when we, we cease to be on this side of the earth and we pass over and we want to hear the words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Right? Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Amen. That means we got to be faithful on this side of the earth to hear him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. So we got to be faithful to him. Amen. Amen. The everlasting father. we got to be faithful to him. Amen. The one who is the prince of peace. Somebody say hallelujah. You know, it was, it was the Lord himself uh, that said to his own in, in, in John 14, 27. He said this, peace I 
leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Amen. He said, peace I leave with you. And then he said, my peace. My peace I give unto you. Not the world. The world can maybe give you a a, a moment of peace. You know, the, the, the world countries, you know, all the stuff going on in the world today, they, they, they talk about peace. But my Bible tells me that they're going to cry out for peace, peace, uh, and then all of a sudden, sudden destruction. Sudden destruction. Amen. I'm telling you right now, the, mo- the, the hope that you and I have is here in the house of God, in the body of Christ. Because we want His peace. If I have His peace, it's His peace that will calm the troubled waters around me. Even though the storm brews, I have His peace. Praise God. Amen. The peace that the Lord gives, amen, to those that have been redeemed by His blood. It includes what? Everybody say peace with God. Amen. The peace of God. The peace on earth. Peace with God, the peace of God, and peace on earth. Amen. That's what the Lord wants for us. Romans 5.1, Paul writes, being justified by faith. We have, we have peace with God through who? Our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We have it through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And then 1 Colossians 1.20, and then a part of Ephesians 2.14. Notice what it says. In Colossians it says, having made peace through the blood of his cross. And then over in Ephesians, he comes back and writes, he is our peace. He is our peace. You're not going to find peace in the troubled waters of the world. You're not going to find peace in this in 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 in, in institutions or at workplaces or 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 out in the world. Yeah, you'll have it, but it just seems like they've always got the rolling ripples of of of, of the of the life's of life storms, and they just keep going on. But he says, you know what? I I you know the peace of God. If it's with me, and I have the peace of God, God will have, help me to have peace on earth. Amen. You know, the sad truth is that many of of, of born-again believers or God's children do not know what it is to have the peace of God in, in restless, troubled times. Don't. They don't. Why? A lot of times, amen, a lot of times they, they just don't realize that, 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 that as an individual, we can become overwhelmed by situations, by crisis, by problems, by troubles. Amen. But you run to him because he's the only one that can help offload that stuff. He's the only one that can help you burden or help you carry that stuff. Amen. He's the only one that can come by your side. Amen. And come alongside you and help you along the way. Amen. Because I'm here to tell you today that when the, when the, when the world's situations and problems as a child of God comes into our life, we need the peace of God. Tell you what, a lot of people told me a lot of good things in my life about certain situations in my life. Amen. And I was thankful for that. 
But nobody has been able to give me the peace that God can give me. Nobody's been able to come in and give me the peace of God. Where I can walk through those troublesome times and God can be there with me. Saved by his grace for all eternity as a born again believer. Yet they worry and they fret and they fear what tomorrow is going to bring. While all the while God loves them and God longs for them to rest in his sure promise of grace. That grace that will be sufficient for every need that we face. That's right. In other words, Paul, he bids us, every, every, every one of us, that has been redeemed. He says, listen, I'm going to tell you something here. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. In other words, heed my admonition. He said, be careful. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication and thanks, thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Now notice, he doesn't stop there. He didn't stop and say, let it be known unto God. Full stop. No. He goes on and says, let it be known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. I'm glad the second part of that verse is there. To help me along the way, amen, to let me understand, amen, that yes, I'm going to face a lot of things. I'm going to go through a lot of things. And yes, I'm going to be anxious about some things. I'm going to, I'm going to be there. You might be that way with a job. You might be that way with several different things that's going on in your life right now. But I'm here to tell you that he said, look, if you will lean on me, if you'll make your request known unto me, he said, then I, the peace of God, amen, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. And then, notice, in that coming day, which seems to us to be even at our doorstep, and I believe it is, I believe the, the, the coming of the Lord is just, is just right, right around the corner. I believe that. Amen. Amen. It says no matter. It seems to us even, even that, that we're facing it, the the, 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 thing, the world is going sideways so, so quickly. But the Lord said, you know what? I am the Prince of Peace. I'm going to come in. Amen. Uh, and, and, and I'm going to come back one of these days in glory. I'm going to establish peace on earth. How many, how many has read your Bible? Have you read it? Amen. Which will be literal. Amen. It's going to be worldwide. It's going to be a binding. Amen. And the day will come when the Lord Jesus, amen, the Bible says in Isaiah 2, 4, notice what it says. He shall come and judge the among, uh, judge among the nations, shall rebuke many people, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. Amen. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, Christmas, we have Christmas. We just come through it. It, is, it has come and it has gone. It seems like it comes quicker every year. And, and we have chimes out in our front yard. Amen. The wind blows. Ding, 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 ding. And they all, they all ring. I don't know what the neighbors think. But, you know, you can have a yard full of chimes. But, but, but uh, uh, the Christmas chimes. And, and what chimes are these? You see, the peal out. The good tidings of great joy. Amen. I listen to it. Good tidings. Everybody say good tidings of great joy. Amen. 
which the angels came to the shepherds in the Judean hills that Christmas night. And it echoes in our hearts even to this day during the Christmas season bidding us to think upon him who was born of a virgin and fathered by the Holy Spirit. They tell us that he was the only begotten son of the Father given to the world lost in sin and sorrow. They point us on to the, to the yet future day when all men everywhere shall call his name. What? They'll call his name Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Everybody will know who he is. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess. Makes no difference. My Bible tells me that there's going to be a lot of people in that day that's going to cry for the the mountains and cry for the rocks to fall upon them, to hide them from the face of, of God. But it won't be done. There'll be times when judgments will be hitting this earth and nobody will die. They can't die. Why? You remember God said to Satan a long time ago about Job. He said, look, Job, Lucifer said to the Lord, said, or God said, have you ever tried my servant Job? He said, I can't touch, I can't touch Job. You got a hedge about him. I can't get to him. He said, okay, I'll take the hedge off. He said, you can do whatever you want to do, but you can't take his life. Amen. And let me tell you something right now. He, it was, it was, you read that story and you're thinking, my Lord, how could a human being handle that kind of destruction and devastation in a man's life? I also read in the book of Revelations where there's going to be some things happening. Amen. Where there's going to be some things coming up out of a pit and the same order will be given to them since so you're going to be able to go out and do whatever you want to do. They're going to give specific things that they're going to do. They're going to go out and do and plague the people and all that kind of stuff, but you can't take their life. Let me tell you something right now. I don't know about you, but I want to be on the side of the one that says you, can take, you can't take their life. Amen. Do whatever you want to do, but you can't take their life. I want to be connected to the one, amen, when it's all said and done, amen, being a child of God, amen, being a part of the kingdom of God. I want to be in that number, amen. I want to be there knowing that I've always been listening to that voice, that voice that keeps me on the right track, that voice that keeps me where I need to be, that voice, that still voice many times in the darkness of the night, amen, that brings that light into my life and that peace and that happiness. So that one day, they're going to know him as wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. You know, the psalmist many centuries ago, amen, with hearts of joy and peace. Notice Psalms 9:10. They that know thy name will put their trust in thee. They that know thy name will put their trust in thee. And what's the word say? You'll call his name Jesus. Why? For he shall save his people from their sins. How many glad you know him today? Let me go back. Psalms 9. Let me read verses 8 and 9 with that verse 10. And he shall judge the world in righteousness. He shall minister judgment to the people in uprightness. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Amen. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Thou, Lord, hath not forsaken them 
that seek thee. Look, we're going into 2022 here. These next few days starting Monday with prayer and fasting for 21 days. I'm here to tell you, amen, we should not, we should not just kind of count these as just, okay, I got through the day. I got through the day. No, we need to understand that if we will seek the Lord, we will find the Lord, amen, because he has not forsaken. He will not forsake those that seek after him. He won't forsake you. He'll be there. Maybe you've heard this story or not. I'm going to read it anyway in closing. When Sankey sang. When Sankey sang. The beautiful story of a song that gave glory to God on Christmas Eve many years ago was printed in a little tract entitled When Sankey Sang the Shepherd's Song on Christmas Eve. I'm going to quote it here in full because it gives honor and glory to the Christ of Bethlehem and the Christ of the cross. The story goes like this. It happened on Christmas Eve, the year of 1875. Ira D. Sankey, to whom God had given wonderful power to sing the gospel as he worked with Dwight L. Moody, was traveling by steamboat up the Delaware River. It was a calm, starlit evening, and there were many passengers gathered on the deck. Mr. Sankey was asked to sing, and as always, he was perfectly willing to do so. He stood there leaning against one of the great funnels of the boat, his eyes raised to the starry heavens in a quiet prayer. It was his intention to sing a Christmas song, but somehow he was driven to sing the shepherd's song. It goes like this. Savior, like a shepherd, lead us. Much we need thy tenderest care. In thy pleasant pastures feed us. For our use thy folds repair. Blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus. Thou hast brought us, thine we are. We are thine, do thou befriend us. Be the guardian of our way. He goes on. Keep thy flock from sin, defend us. Seek us when we go astray. Blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus. Hear, oh, hear us when we pray. Thou hast promised to receive us, poor and sinful though we be. Thou hast mercy to relieve us, grace to cleanse and power to free. Blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus, we will early turn to Thee. Early let us seek Thy favor, early let us do Thy will. Blessed Lord, only Savior, with Thy love our bosoms fill. Blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus, Thou hast loved us. Love us still. And the story goes that there was deep stillness. Words, melody, welling from his soul, floated out over the deck and over the quiet river. Every heart was touched. After the song was ended, a man with a rough, weathered, beaten face came up to Mr. Sankey and asked, Did you ever serve in the Union Army? His response was, Yes, in the spring of 1860. Can you remember if you were doing a picket duty on the bright moonlight night of 1862? And again, the response was yes. Very much surprised. And the man said, so do I. But I was serving in the Confederate Army. When I saw you standing at your post, I thought to myself, that fellow will never get away from here alive. I raised the musket. I took aim. I was standing in the shadow, completely concealed, while the full light, the moon, was falling on you. At that instant, just as a moment ago, you raised your eyes to heaven and began to sing.
Music, especially song, has always been a wonderful, powerful way over me. And I took my finger off the trigger, let him sing his song to end. I said to myself, I can shoot him afterwards. He's my victim at all events, and my bullet cannot miss him. But the song you sang then was the song you sang just now. I heard the words perfectly. We are thine. Do thou befriend us. Be the guardian of our way. Those words stirred up my memories of my heart. I began to think of my childhood and my God-fearing mother. She had many, many, many times sung that song to me, but she died all too soon. Otherwise, much in my life would no doubt be different. When you had finished your song, it was impossible for me to take aim at you again. I thought the Lord who is able to save that man from certain death must surely be a great and almighty. And my arm of its own accord dropped limply at my side. Since that time, I wandered far. But when I saw you just now, standing there praying, as on that other occasion, I recognized you. Then my heart was wounded by your song. Now I wish you would help me find a cure for my sin-sick soul. Deeply moved, Mr. Sankey threw his arms about the man in the days of the, uh, who in the days of the war had been his enemy. And, his Christmas, and, and this Christmas Eve, the two went together to the manger in Bethlehem and to the Christ of the cross. It was at that place that the stranger found him who is the only Savior, the one who the angel, the prophet, said many centuries ago in Luke 2, 9 and 11. 9 to 11. And the angel of the Lord said unto them, the shepherds, Fear not, for behold, I will bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And I come back to Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Let's stand together. What a Savior. What a Savior. I'm here to tell you today that on this January 2nd, 2022 you can change the course and the direction of your life by just being determined to say I am going to allow the Prince of Peace the Everlasting Father the Mighty God the Counselor the one that's all wonderful to have access to my life and to give me that peace and that, and that contentment and that understanding that with Christ all things are possible. I open these altars this morning if you would like to come. But I do believe and I think right now as we stand here, if everybody in this place would just raise your hands and say, you know what, Pastor, I'm going to agree with you right now and I'm going to talk to the Lord. I'm going I'm to talk to Him because I know, amen, that, that if, I, if I will talk to Him, He won't forsake me. He will hear me when I cry. Hallelujah, that's it. Raise your voices all across this sanctuary right now. Just raise them up loud. Lord God, we thank You. We thank You for Your Word. We thank You... Uh, for the, 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 the hope that we have in your word. 
We know that your word is true. We know that your word, amen, touches lives. We know that your word, amen, gives us that hope that we need. We're going to cling to it, Lord God. Amen. We know the hope and we know the truth of your word. Amen. We stand upon that, that, that rock, that solid rock. Amen. Knowing that if we stand there, we will have stability. We will have a sure foundation. If we build on this world, it will fall apart. But if we build on the church, it will survive. That's it. Come on, raise your voice. These altars are open. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You're able, Lord. You're able to meet us right where we're at. You're able to minister to us right where we're at, Lord Jesus. Come on, believe the Word of God today. Believe the Word of God today. That which you have heard, let it become something that will stir your heart. Let it find a resting place, a fertile place in your heart. Let it come forth. Amen. Let it do what God intends for it to do in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Come on, let it happen to let it happen to you right now. Come on. Come on, let the word of God become real in your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Reach out and take hold of the promises of God. Take hold of the promises of God. They are yea and amen. Let him search our hearts today. Raise your voice. Come on, raise your voice. Talk to him today. Express your needs to him today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 